0: back together and we're all fighting
1: fit fucking hell (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) we are all doing so well none of us are ill in the slightest
1: every one of us is great he's lying
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) it's a super happy date it's true he's lying it's
2: fine for gavin gavin's fine (laughs) the rest of us are fucking not hello laura Hello, Hello, I'm welcome, back Welcome back um, I'm, I'm, I'm back apparently, hooray yeah. We're,
0: we're going to have a nice, like, like a high energy um, celebration party <laughs> for your return Lots of dancing, which we're all up for doing um, Yeah,
2: particularly lots of dancing that involves moving my legs right now I am mm-hmm. very up for that It's going to yeah. go super well
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm planning to do body popping um, The
2: whole works uh, I'm going to be doing the worm myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a you know, Going to get doing some of that rolling effect on the floor. It's going to be great.
0: Yeah, we're going to love it. Um, in case you couldn't tell, we're being fucking sarcastic. Um, yeah, we're
2: a little bit hurty.
0: Yeah, life's life's hell right now. Temporarily, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not being existential. But right now, uh, I, I think it's safe to say, Laura and myself are both um, in. in Various stages of... Uh, uh, basically, imagine the movie Event Horizon condensed and put inside a person's <laughs> body. And that's more or less where we're at for uh, various reasons. I uh, probably have a herniated disc. I won't know till Friday. Um, Laura, of course, is recovering from surgery. Um,
2: things I, I'm are a little bit painful. I'm, yeah, I'm better than I was three and a half weeks ago. Like I can now... With the aid of a donut-shaped cushion, I can just about sit down. That's nice. So that's progress. Um, I did a walk the other day, and it only caused a little bit of bleeding, so that was all right. See, it's it's great. Life is life is going well. I'm, that's I'm nice.
1: gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and guess that you were uh, motivated by a certain app.
2: Um, I'm not gonna lie. Pokemon Go came out at the perfect time for me because, like. Pokemon Go. I'm not going to lo- like I'll be honest, Pokemon Go is the best terrible game I've played in years. <laughs> like it's recently overtaken No More Heroes in terms of my favorite games that I know on paper are um, kind of terrible mechanically. Yeah. That being said, it came out at the perfect time for me because I need to get myself walking right now because it's the only way that I'm going to like get myself back up to to being able to live life the way I was before and I would not be nearly so motivated to get out and be walking and to stay out and to sort of push myself to my limit if it wasn't for the fact there were little imaginary Pokemon hiding behind the post office
1: I just have this image of you like <laughs> agonisingly moving forward going must catch art <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm crawling I'm so on glad... the ground like <laughs> well, uh,
2: well, um I'm so glad that the UK iOS release was delayed by about a week, maybe a week and a half after the American iOS and Android releases, because I would not have been able to play it when it first released in America. But when the iOS release came out, I was like, I can just about walk once around my block. This is about the right level where I can start (laughs) playing this game. And I'm now level 16 in Pokemon Go, because it has been my main motivator to be out and walking and... Trying to get myself recovering. Nice. I
0: kind of have a different take on it. Um,
2: yeah, last I, I week... heard. I listened to last week's
0: episode. <laughs> well, last week, um, I, I did a, a Pokemon Go video. I put a GoPro on mm. my head and, and went to the park and walked around. And that was essentially one of the very last days I was able to use my leg <laughs> the, uh, basically, the the result of the herniated disc is that my right leg now is uh, it's not useless, it's just it's not very useful. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm walking around with a stick, uh, and it's 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 a whole thing. But what upsets me the most is that. I used one of my last few remaining days of, of upward mobility to catch a pigeon in the park. <laughs> that that's how I spent. I, like don't don't take the use of your legs for granted, listeners. Um, don't don't take the use of your legs for granted because don't one take day a lot of th-
2: Yeah. Yeah, I take a lot of things for granted. In I've fact, in fact, month.
1: move move them a lot because
2: yeah, move, like the more you month, move
1: them, the more you'll be able to move them in the future, and the easier it is to move them. Mm, and
2: e- exactly, legs like, are important. This last month, I've learned to take a lot of not to take a lot of things for granted. Uh, things like being able to stand up, being able to put my own socks on. Oh, the socks! Being able, yeah, yeah socks is a nightmare. The being ones. able to. Walk a few steps, being able to stay awake for more than two hours in a day. You know, these are things I took for granted. Uh, Being able to eat food, that was the thing I took for granted. And then I didn't eat for six days. And was like, oh, that's, I really miss eating. (laughs) Eating is a thing that I missed when I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, um,
0: being able to just sit down was, was like, on Friday, I couldn't. Do anything. I couldn't stand. I couldn't sit. I couldn't lay down. I, I, everything made it worse, and doing nothing made it worse as well. Um, so that that was fun. Uh, Friday was was. I've never fe- I've never felt pain like it. Like I've had this going on for mm. six months now. This has been a chronic um, injury. Um, didn't know it was a herniated disc because my legs were fine until Friday, when my right leg said, "Aha." It was me all along, um, and yeah, that that was the worst pain I've ever been in in my life, and mm. ended up in the hospital crying, and they gave me gave me a, an injection of, of like high end narcotics right up into
2: my bum bum, and I, I'm very envious. The, okay. of, I'm very envious of you getting the high end narcotics over here in the UK. I got I had an epidural that lasted for four hours after I woke up from surgery. I then got twenty four hours of morphine, and then nothing. Uh. It was just like, oh yeah, you know how you have this like very major surgical wound. We just want you to deal with that without painkillers, just so that you know you're not relying on them. Yeah, I'm like, fuck off. I want to die. America, uh. America
0: does things differently. They um they will give you. As many painkillers as you want Until you get addicted to them And then society will just treat you like shit For being addicted to drugs uh, That yeah. seems to be how it works uh, I am Yeah I'm pretty terrified of, of being hooked on these things But right now Doesn't,
1: the, doesn't the, pretty much the American economy Depend on getting people addicted to these drugs
0: I, I wouldn't know. I, I don't i i i i don't know uh i are wouldn't you be not surprised an economic
2: scientist Jim? i'm
0: not aii I don't know too much about the economic side of it but i considering how liberal some drugs are given out out here it's it wouldn't <laughs> shock me but yeah so i've basically been on percocet since friday and it's actually first of all it treats the pain better than the stuff i was on and it fucks with my head less so i've i've been all you know i've been able to work and everything but right Mm. now like just sitting here is is unpleasant Um, we could
1: we actually couldn't get over like the um the -the over-the-counter stuff you could get in the states like we we had an american flatmate before and she gave us some of her pain meds that she used to take for period cramps and holy shit that that stuff legit makes you kind of off your head like drowsy even the
2: meds Even the meds that are the same ones we have in the UK, over in America, the pharmacy ones are about six times the strength, which you do not get told. So if you're a UK person who ever goes to America, don't take your usual dose of the medication because it will be a a tad stronger than you're used to. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't realise
0: that there existed things that could stop you feeling pain. Like, I ended up having... um, very simple, like foot surgery. It was very simple. Um, mm. I had the procedure done once in the UK and once in the US. And in the UK, it was incredibly painful. <laughs> and in the US, didn't feel a fucking thing. Um, <laughs> and that, that was my first clue that that out here they treat medicine very differently. Um, they, I, I guess, because because people out here are um, a lot less, a lot less used to the idea of. of having to grin and bear something um, that's not a, 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 an attack on anyone that's just the, the culturally culpability for businesses are so fucking, no one wants to get sued so they don't want you to feel a damn thing and that, that's that that's, that's... it's been useful for me these past few weeks but I'm, I'm not looking forward to having to get I, off I've... the stuff when, when I need to get off the stuff
1: what gets me is uh, how quickly they put uh, kids on drugs there like for like attention deficit disorders and things it's it seems a little bit excessive in in a lot of cases
2: i i feel like there's definitely a middle ground to be found just in terms of like america does very readily give out medication i wish that i had been in the uk like i i don't need american levels of medication i just need Eighteen hours after surgery, I need to not be told, "Hey, take this paracetamol and ibuprofen; <laughs> it'll totally knock your surgery pain on the head." Yeah, ibuprofen—no, like, it fucking well does not. Fuck off.
0: Ibuprofen isn't like I've not even had any surgery, and ibuprofen's done fuck all for me. Like, like it's, pretty it's brutal invasive of a surgery. Um, yeah, requires something <laughs> a little bit stronger. I would feel for no, nope, uh, no,
2: nope, it doesn't. Just, just grin and bear it. Just Tough it out. Just tough it oh. out yeah i i spent 10 days bedbound it was yeah. not fun and after that i was like i think day 11 it was like oh i'll take this 10 minute walk that is gonna take me 45 minutes to do and i will collapse into bed and sleep for eight hours afterwards because that's the kind of fun recovery period i've had Lovely. But i'm just about up to sitting in a chair now so fuck it i'm podcasting
0: yeah, I um I shouldn't be doing half the things I'm doing. I really need to stop, but you
2: know I, I know that feeling. Um <laughs> Work won't get itself done. The work won't do itself. Yeah, exactly. I've been I've been doing the I've been doing pretty much daily stuff for Let's Play video games. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll I'll do work, why not? Exactly. Could totally get that done.
0: It's the only thing that's and... kept my fucking head together, to be honest. Like people say, Take a break, take a break. I'm like, if I take a break, I will probably just have a breakdown. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I will, you know, there's only so long I could spend not working. And I got to about three weeks and was like, I need to start gently working again. Mm. Because otherwise I will, I will lose my mind. Um, I I am treating myself today. I'm having a little bit of alcohol. Um, I'm currently drinking a beer called Butterfly Farts. That's that comes from, where's it from, Milwaukee?
0: That's a great name for a beer.
2: So, yeah, it's got a picture of a butt and a bunch of colourful butterflies coming out of it. So... Oh, okay. That's I was thinking really- the other
0: way. I was thinking of a butterfly farting. Were you thinking farting? of the butterfly
2: doing a fart? Now? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's quite a nice rotund butt farting out butterflies. That's
0: a better image, to be honest.
2: Yeah, it's quite a nice one. So it's a lot
0: more visual.
1: It's a, pr- it's a pretty uh, brave thing to do to put a butt on your food product. Indeed like, it is. Like, but- like subtly <laughs> in point, this tastes like a butt.
2: No, 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 like they have a little description on the side that's very un-butt-like. Uh, their description is, awoken by the sunrise for the first time, a newborn doe prances and dances his little hooves through a suede sparkling with dew towards a single chrysalis dancing from milkweed Jesus. just as a winged <laughs> cohort emerges and it's, it's very... Uh, with it's with very the
1: description s- like that you just know it's brewed in the back garden of someone who lives in a tiny house.
2: Yeah, it's just a nice little description of like a butterfly, and then it doesn't tell you, oh, that butterfly that's on that uh, milkweed came out of a butt.
0: Yeah, it doesn't actually include the, oh, by the way, this came out of an arsehole, um, which I guess is best to leave off if you're <laughs> which trying to. Go it, which should
1: eventually uh, something will romantic. at some point, you know.
2: Well, the the image is nice and big, and uh, it's like they're not hiding the fact that these are arse butterflies. <laughs> So I'm I'm having one of those today because I'm like, okay, let's let's just get through a podcast. Let's keep the energy up by having alcohol while my blood content is still considerably less than it was 3 weeks ago. Yay.
0: Drink responsibly, kids.
2: Um
0: god, I want to uh, go yeah. I want to go down the pub so bad.
2: <laughs> I this is the first alcohol I've had in the month or so since surgery and I'm like, yeah, this is good. Half a beer during this podcast will be You know, not too bad. I suspect. Oh, that'll
0: probably be more than sufficient for your needs.
2: Oh yeah, right now, I'll have half a beer and I'll be out like a light as soon as we're done. Um, So yeah, should we talk about some video games? Why
0: not? Why not? Why not? We're already treating ourselves with butterfly fart beer. Let's 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 continue this this party train.
2: Let's continue the party train indeed. So, you know how nobody in the world is fed up of talking about Pokemon Go?
0: Oh, not at all. Like, there's... they got all the time in the world for it.
2: Yeah, exactly. No one's fed up of it at all. So, there was a bit of Pokemon Go news today that I... Or this week that I thought was really interesting just from a... Oh, wow, this is actually, you know, the numbers back up this being a huge thing. Pokemon Go, for one day this week accounted for half of all mobile in-app purchases.
0: Yeah, I saw that. It's uh, it's almost like the game's popular.
2: It's almost like the game's popular, and when you have a popular game that doesn't force in-app purchases down your throat, that people are enjoying, they will want to spend money on it optionally to continue enjoying the game more. Yeah. It's like, I I think they've handled... like I, I don't remember if you talked about the in-app purchases much at all last week when you were talking about it, Jim, but... I'm really kind of impressed with how they've handled the in-app purchases in Pokemon Go in that you can't purchase anything that will power up or evolve your Pokemon.
0: Yeah, the... I, did, I did mention a little mm. bit about that last week. Just they are, they are intent on making you play the game.
2: Oh, for sure. In no like, shortcuts, the ver- really. The very most you can do is, hey, I don't feel up to leaving the house, can you bring the Pokemon to me? And even then, those items like will bring the Pokemon to you at a very slow, very reduced rate, and usually not great Pokemon they bring to you. All of the items you have, like are, that are of value. Are have you not been to enough Pokestops and do you want more uh, more Pokeballs? And you know, do you want to socially meet up with other people? Well, drop one of these, and other people will probably turn up. I think that's a really nice way of handling an app purchases, where it's none of it is to do with. Furthering your progress in the game by you Spending money and it's far More geared towards Hey get other people to where You are so you can all talk about Pokemon and Enjoy the social experience
0: Yeah, I mean unless you're you're housebound Or or if you're like me you can't walk Then it's uh, Mm. That is a tricky question I know People have been talking about that about accessibility um, Options I mean I'm just injured but there are of course people Who you know Long term, lifelong can't get out of their house for a variety of reasons, and there is that. How do you, mm. how do you um, allow those people to enjoy the game,
2: yeah, without are...
0: destroying what the game's intention is? Mm. It's it's such a, a tough balance,
2: and there there are certainly solutions for certain scenarios. Like um, I very much like the movement I've seen going on of people saying, "Hey, do you have any lures fair? go and drop them at Pokestops at hospitals yeah. so that kids that are in hospital will have Pokemon popping up it even is if worth, they can't leave.
0: It is worth noting, though, that um, you need to check with the hospital first to make hmm, sure definitely. that's okay. Because um, you've got
2: the obvious problem of people who are not sick kids in hospital suddenly wandering into hospital for no necessary yeah. reason.
0: Yeah, there, there have been some hospitals that are like, please don't do that because that's really disruptive. So check with the hospital. Uh, and you know, m- make sure that you're not not disrupting mm. um, that what they're, the hospital does. Yeah. But it's, it's like, a, it was a nice gesture, and I like that. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of altruism that's come out of this. I mean, I said yeah. on this week's gymquisition that that I had to. Re-upload and lose half the views on, um, because I I made a bad mistake on it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I did say I, I, I saw an image you uploaded that you maybe shouldn't have. Yeah, it was a bit of a bad. I, I did a, a, a bad mistake. It wasn't intentional, but it wasn't. It was a a bad mistake. Um, but yeah, as I said on there, like like it sounds corny to say but it is kind of bringing people together and some people uh you know can be churlish about this. oh you need a video game to get people together do you i'm like yeah yeah clearly we do because look at what else is happening in the news if a video <laughs> game's what's needed to bring people together then i'm not gonna quibble about it let's exactly. just enjoy it and enjoy a little bit of good news
2: Exactly, like I had a lovely bit of an evening last night where, uh not last night, some night earlier this week, where uh, near my house, a Pokemon gym, I could see that it kept getting defeated and was uh, open for, for people to claim. So I took a little five minute walk and I went over to the gym and I managed to claim it. And I ended up spending half an hour, maybe 40 minutes talking to a family of three, a mother, father and son, who were all playing Pokemon Go. And we just stood and chatted for a while. They offered to make me a cup of tea or coffee and... We just got chatting about general geek stuff and it was a really enjoyable experience that popped up out of nowhere and I now know a family that live very close to where I do um, that I'd never met before. That live in that live within a few minutes walk of me, mm-hmm. and that's a really nice thing because I now know slightly more of my local community that I didn't previously. Exactly.
0: know Exactly, yeah, it's actually. I mean, I, I I've observed that stuff out here. Like people get together, be it at the park or at the fucking pub, and and, it, and they they have that automatic common ground, and finding mm. an icebreaker, you know isn't the easiest thing in the world, so you've got this one built in, and and so far well, the results have been pretty encouraging, you
2: know? Yeah, I feel like it's the same appeal that people have with going to conventions, where it's, it is a social icebreaker because you know that you're all here because of one common topic, and it makes it easy to start conversations and meet new people. And it's the appeal of conventions that happen once or twice a year... But now you've got it as something you can opt into on a daily basis. Yeah. And that's really nice so long as you are able to get to those places and live in a, an area that is close enough to businesses that you have Stops and gyms near you.
0: Yeah, the game is significantly harder to play in Mississippi. <laughs> um, I can being imagine. It's, it's not a pedestrianised place. You know, you need a car to get anywhere, and if you're in a car, then you're typically going to a destination and back again. Like there's no wandering around much, and Mm. all of your Poke Stops and and Gyms and things are all very condensed in the areas where business is conducted. So it's it's a different experience than say you know uh, Britain where. Pedestrianisation is is so ubiquitous, and you could have you know businesses dotted around to the point where Pokestops are fairly liberally spread around, and the so, same goes for gyms. Whereas out here, there there are more these condensed pockets of Pokemon Go activity because it's the only place where it's really worth playing.
2: Hmm. Well, like for me, in walking distance, if I can make say a twenty minute walk, I can walk past probably 10 Pokestops and then get those same 10 on the way back
1: Mm -hmm. in about
2: a 20-minute walk. I can go walk down to, uh, there's a couple of different piers that are within 20 minutes, half an hour walk of me that have multiple Pokestops on them that are always covered in lures. Like, I have a lot of options for Pokemon Go in the sort of distance that I can walk while recovering from surgery and that's quite a nice thing and that's no. as i said before has definitely helped with getting me out and about but uh, yeah half of all in-app purchases on mobile is crazy i'm glad that that game is doing well but it really needs to sort its shit out with bugs and servers yeah definitely
0: um yeah. i mean that that was the the big point of my gym position this week was uh, fantastic social manipulation fantastic
2: conceptual success mm.
0: What a shit game.
2: (laughs) What a shit game. It it infuriates me in some ways that the in-app purchases have been as popular as they have been. Because a lot of them are time sensitive. Like you activate them and for half an hour of real world time they'll work. Yeah. And with the servers being as unstable as they are, I know countless people who've purchased an item with an in-app purchase, activated it, and within two minutes the servers have gone down, Mm -hmm. haven't come back up until their half hour is gone, and Niantic won't do anything about that, yeah. so you just lost that item that you spent that real money bullshit. on. And i tell you what makes it
0: extra bullshit, is the things you can buy with microtransactions, and of course you can get them very rarely from Stops. but the stuff that mm-hmm. you're buying that's time-sensitive works in the back. If you put the app running in the background of your phone, if it's not currently active on your screen, Mm. Those countdowns still go down, and they're the only things that still work in the background. Eggs.
2: Yep, and they'll, you they'll need even the app if open. You, if, if you force close the app, they still go down.
0: Yeah, which is bullshit. Um, that is, you know, it, it highlights the issue with the servers, um, but it is mm. also just complete horseshit. That you know, oh yeah, these rare things that that you know are commonly bought for money. Yeah, they'll run out. In, in an actual yeah. half an hour But if you want to hatch this egg You better have that app open For ten kilometres Open, draining yeah. your battery uh, it, it It's fucking bullshit Like it is it, fucking bullshit
2: It is, and that kind of stuff is frustrating When, you know The the app is making so much money And we can't solve these basic issues um, Yeah very quickly the other thing that came out of Pokemon Go, Nintendo's stock value is up 86% since Pokemon Go released and Jesus. they have added 17 billion dollars to their market value.
0: It, it, N- that, that's <laughs> the amazing thing about Nintendo is
2: it just like, takes half
0: one... of what they do. <laughs> Half what they do is like some shitty failure, and the other half is so successful it just carries them through any fuck ups.
2: Well, I'm amazed with this because they didn't have anything to do with the development of this game. It's just this is one of their IPs that has shown a real strength when used the right way. Therefore, their market value has skyrocketed. And <laughs> In this fairness is-
0: to them, they mm. they were a bit more involved than. Um... People are suggesting they they did work with Niantic on it. It's not like they uh, just licensed it out and then just let no, the it no. own thing. yeah, but, but they
2: f- they didn't work on it enough to have Nintendo's logo appear anywhere in the game.
0: Yeah, they're not. They were not hands on in, in that way. Like Niantic, this mm. is Niantic's work, but yeah, because Nintendo, you know, it's Nintendo's property. Their stock has just gone.
2: Zoop. Yeah, this is the thing. It's just Nintendo properties, if used the right way, do still have a lot of clout behind them. And yes. you know, that's a positive sign for Nintendo as long as they, you know, bear in mind that if their IPs are used correctly in modern ways, they can they could rule the industry again.
0: Yeah, well I mean I said like like years ago I said if they jump on this mobile shit, they will just make bank. They 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 will just have a license to print money and here we are several years later and they're
2: demonstrating
1: it. Mm.
2: Are you still there, Gavin? <laughs>
1: Yes, I am there, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, are you enjoying this riveting conversation about things that you don't care about?
1: Uh, I wasn't listening, honestly.
2: <laughs> that is fine. Should we talk about a thing that you might care a bit about?
1: No, no, no. You you know what? You've been, you've been away for a couple of weeks, so you can yes. uh, talk no, away no, no, this no. week. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm happy to talk about things that might be of interest to you. So, uh, you know how when Rise of the Tomb Raider came out yeah. and it was announced that the PS4 version was going to have a year delay... And all of us on the podcast were very sort of, why would you buy this on PS4 a year later? Yeah. We now know what the, the reason to purchase it on PS4 is. It's going to have PlayStation VR support. Which
1: okay. Which
2: is, it's not a thing that I, you know, a, a, the way that I necessarily want to play that game. I can't necessarily picture how you play that in, in virtual reality. Yeah, I'm, w-
1: I'm wondering how you, how you would play a third person game in, in VR.
2: I've played a third
0: person game in VR. Yeah. It's 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 kind of just like you're, you're the camera, I guess, like everything yeah. you're floating above the action. But yeah, like it's and and then normally it's got gimmicky shit like almost like a 3D movie where stuff's just being thrown at the camera. But yeah, mm. like it's it's not There've been several third-person uh, VR games, and I imagine it would play exactly like that. Like it would just be everything looks a bit more 3D-ish. Like everything looks a bit more mm. tangible, but you're not—you won't be looking through Lara's eyes or anything. I certainly—I can imagine.
1: I can't imagine they're going to have many set pieces in whatever level that is, because like um, Rise of the Tomb Raider has an awful lot of explosions and camera shaking all over the place moments, and that probably wouldn't be very pleasant mm. in a VR headset.
0: Well, if there's yeah. one thing I've learned about VR, it's that developers don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen yeah, some you're... of the worst cameras I've ever seen are in VR projects. I don't know why, but I, they're seeing games designed to make you feel sick, and they're, they're in fucking VR. Like, whenever I see some really bad-looking early access game, I guarantee it's got a fucking Oculus Rift logo next to it. And and they're typically with with the worst head bobbing and frame yeah. rate issues and shit
1: if you're if you're a PS4 owner by the way, um, and you're kind of a little bit bitter towards the game being kept for so long, I would recommend not for the game's sake, but for your sake, put that out of your mind and play it mm. anyway, because it's really it's definitely again oh, wor- yeah, yeah. worth worth playing. Yeah.
0: As soon it as is, it, it goes second
1: hand, absolutely go. and it. you know people there's this kind of like meme going around, oh, why do we need it? we've already got uncharted, like but they're they're very different games, like they are fair very here. different
2: games, but they't do have very similar box art yeah <laughs> you've seen the box art for both they're <laughs> yeah. near identical in concept,
1: but like t- character wise tonally and gameplay wise they're they're quite different, you know I mean, they obviously oh, have similarities in that they have the set pieces and they're both platformers and they both kind of break up the combat stuff, but the feel of the two games I found anyway was quite different.
0: No, I would agree with that. I'm mm-hmm. sure. I mean, um, well, Naughty Dog itself has a very distinct style. They're, they're, the combat mm. in those games, there's something that's very unique to them. It's not necessarily. <laughs> is, that, is, is that
1: being nice? <laughs>
0: It's it's a little diplomatic. Um, I'm gonna like,
1: say Uncharted not my favorite combat I've ever uh, mm-hmm. experienced. To be fair, it's, they really yeah. really improved it in four like a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think they 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 improved it in three as well, and, <coughs> and four just kind of continues on from that. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, but it's not it's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those bits experience.
1: those bits in three where you were on the boat and the waves of enemies would come at you? I found those bits pretty. Uh, I really didn't like frustrating. I didn't like the boat bit in Uncharted 3. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Laura, are you are you still with us? I heard some coughs and.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm just about still with us. Um, but yeah, like you know, the VR stuff isn't necessarily a uh, a thing that I'm super interested in, but it is a big enough deal to to make picking up a game that came out a year ago at full price feel like it's justified. Like, if you're into VR and are picking up the PSVR headset, like, that feels like a substantial enough addition to justify paying full price for a year-old game. At least to me. I don't know if either of you agree on that, but...
1: Well, I mean, well, I, for like, me, I just think the game is justifiable at, at its full price anyway because it's just a great fucking game.
0: <laughs> that
2: is totally fair. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: my uh, that... my my interest in VR has dropped off significantly since having a, an HTC vibe in the house.
2: It's I, I it's really I reduced d- my yeah. interest
0: in VR.
2: I heard all your talk about it last week. I I've talked about my experiences with it before. I very much disagree. I've had very different experiences with it, but no point reiterating just I had no motion sickness issues and I found the setup was responsive and I've very much enjoyed VR so that's about it on my experience are you not getting the, had a bad the, experience
0: are you not getting the light streaks? Nope not
2: getting your light streaks Um, I get them all the time like is it is it my eyes? it might be your eyes it might be the way the lenses are set up or that you've got them but I've I've had none of those light streak issues that you were describing.
0: Uh, I mean, I googled it. I saw other complaints about it, but I'm just I don't know like I can, like, un- it, I can only unpleasant. talk for myself. No, it's not yeah, I'm, a not my you're, yeah, I'm not suggesting your Yeah, I'm not not suggesting you're um, you know, making up that you <laughs> don't, don't have them. Um I'm just I'm just wondering what it is that that that, that is now.
2: I wish I, know, I knew. Um, yeah on, I can't on, not that
0: uh, I can try more VR yeah. considering um, you know.
2: Yeah, well, in in that vein, there is one VR thing that I get the impression you might be interested in, Jim, regardless of your issues with the Vive.
0: Oh, yes. It's actually, Rick, yes.
2: Yeah, rip, Rick and Morty, there's, there's a VR experience, 100 years Rick and Morty VR.
0: Yeah, I'm actually, I am interested in trying that one out. I will uh, definitely I don't know if there's going to be any other games that tempt me before then, but if, if there aren't, that game will definitely have me Putting the vibe back on my head
2: it, it seems like it's going to be very Mechanically similar to something like Job Simulator But the Rick and Morty Sense of humour is enough to get me interested In giving that a go mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that uh, yeah. other, things, other things that are happening Dead Rising 1 and 2 They're coming to the Xbox One The PS4 and the, the PC I think Are either of you interested in playing those games again Not really remastered, just ported
1: I'm, I'm yeah. interested in the fact that the new Dead Rising has gotten rid of the timer
2: Oh has it?
1: Yeah apparently that's what I heard
2: How, how That seems like It would make a big change to what Dead Rising feels
1: like mm-hmm. Yeah. Well the third I've one kind of, the, Have to they, the they talked at all about it? The third one's loose timer also made a big difference And to me yeah. it was a welcome change Actually I kind of oh, want to go back yeah, And definitely. play that game again it was a lot of fun
2: I think all of the Dead Risings are pretty fun. Really?
1: I, I, I honestly thought the first one was the opposite of fun. It was like well, trying to manage a fucking job.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing. I enjoyed the first Dead Rising at the time. Mm-hmm. I think that reporting that game with no updates or changes in in 2016, yeah. I'm it's not going to enjoy that game dated. nearly as much. Like yeah. Just on a basic level, like it's going to be very sort of, oh, wait, where are all the zombies? Why are there so few of them? And, and, oh, goodness, and, there's so much spreadsheet management here.
1: And the fucking Ooh. stupidest NPCs in any video game ever. <laughs>
2: oh, my God, yeah. like I I loved that game when it came out. I feel like if you're going to re-release it, what you should have done is updated things like the number of zombies you should have, you know, tweaked some of the quests mm. and things take, so that there was a bit more leeway. take
1: Take off the friendly fire. Cause that was just Yeah. in a game that's so clumsy and like you're just mashing buttons with melee weapons when zombies are surrounding your uh, stupid NPCs. Like <laughs> Jesus! I'm now that I'm remembering that game was so stressful. Yeah. Like <laughs> well,
2: that's the, that's the thing is so many of the the. Quality of life improvements you could make to that first game Would be so minor to make and would make such a big difference yeah, It is I feel like kind that's of annoying that we're just that, getting a straight port
0: That's a series that that more than many would benefit From what they did with the Uncharted collection Where they took mm. the improvements in Uncharted 3 And put them retroactively in 2 and 1 yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like a straight I would, The moment you said like Dead Rising 1 and 2 Are coming to, you know The newer systems Like I was interested The moment you said Port No remaster Instant Instant lack of care Now I don't give a shit at all
2: That's where I stopped caring Because initially Like before it was official It was being Reported as a remaster Or a You know Updated port And I was excited And then the official news came And it was just a straight port And I was like Oh Really We're doing We're doing this Now that's just A naked A
0: naked A naked cash grab that's just doubling down like i i i see no reason to reward that financially
2: yeah exactly um a bit of good news for jim you know that dynasty warriors uh berserk game it's officially coming to the west that's being confirmed now so you can play your dynasty warriors yeah. and your anime that is that is as as it should be uh Indeed. i
0: still need to read up on the manga so that i'm uh well versed before it, it comes out I've, I've only read the first book of the manga I got mm-hmm. the second one I need to find some time to read that The third one is ridiculously expensive <laughs> Like you can get all of the, like Each individual volume you can get For about 12 bucks mm-hmm. But volume 3 for some reason Goes for about 70 bucks
2: I, And I if, don't if, know if, why If you're not opposed to it Jim I can show you places on the internet Where you can read it I know, that's, I know you can do that. Like, I, I know I know you shouldn't have to, but at $70 yeah, for a single volume no, of a silly. manga,
0: yeah, that's it's, hard it's not to even a, a great moral issue for me. It's I like having the physical book and I like, you know, yeah. reading it without a screen and stuff. But the, the I don't the price hike with that one and then it just goes it drops right back down to, to normal again after that.
2: It's I'm would picture... better be like like full on uh, uh, mm. You know, I I might be wrong But I'm trying to picture which one's volume 3 And I think there is a Very 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 cool Piece of art that is Pretty core to the series that Turns up there and that might be what Caused the price hike for that uh, volume For
0: that money it better be the most Pornographic image that I've ever seen it's, And, and it's, that, that would have to be Damn pornographic
2: If it's the one I'm thinking of I don't know that it justifies A $70 price but it's pretty cool right um so yeah there's that um it was a fairly quiet week for news like the only other bit of news that we really had was the uh initially the news that we were getting a new nes the nes (laughs) mini that's a new nintendo entertainment system and very quickly we got a lot of caveats to that so it's a new nes that doesn't take cartridges has 30 games pre-installed on it, but has no way of adding any additional games, can't connect to the virtual console, you can't buy any new games. The controllers are not wireless. And <laughs> I didn't basically. Even know that bit. No, you know, there's no wireless <laughs> controllers. The of the course. controllers use the same controller port as the Nunchuck, uh, for the Wii Remote, or the mm-hmm. various peripherals you plug in your Wii Remote. Which is nice because it means that you can have like an actual formal NES controller to play on your on your Wii and Wii U virtual console games which is great if which,
0: you like that idea i mean i
2: yeah it's I, a, I would have controller. to be
1: i'd have to be paid a lot of money to go back and play those games i mean they were I, f- torturously difficult
2: i like a lot of NES games and i will probably pick this up for the same reason that other people will which is i like the NES this is a cute thing to have on my shelf but I am infuriated with, like, oh, this is a really cool idea that you basically just, like, fucked up in every way you could.
0: I'm not infuriated. I mean, it. it I could get something like that at Walgreens. Like, I could, mm. I, you know, it's a, it's a fucking plug and play. One of those 101 yeah. game systems that you can get at a covered market. Um, and so, you know, my interest in it is Simply Zero. Uh, when I first heard about it, because I heard about it the day my... Um, like My injury officially took its turn for the worse. So I was only getting drip-fed information. And the first thing I heard is they're, they're re-releasing the NES.
2: Yeah, and, and that and headline it slowly, is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's slowly over the course of that day, my interest went from a 100% to complete zero. Um, mm. I'm not annoyed. I mean, it's Nintendo being Nintendo, making a... a a crummy plug and play is a perfectly Nintendo decision that it, follows it, their it, line of logic perfectly. It's gonna
2: make a shit ton of money because if you put that in, you know, your Walgreens or Target or whatever your big, big American retail store is, and people walk in and say, "Oh, the NES is on sale again, and it's got all those games I remember," people will eat this up. It'll do well, I'm sure. People who aren't up to date on video games, don't own a Wii Wii U, that don't have the virtual console, or don't like purchasing digital content piecemeal, if they see, oh, it's an NES with NES controllers that I can play all those good NES games on, I think this will sell very well to a market that's not us.
0: I feel like a virtual console console would have been nice, if only for the fact that nintendo being nintendo i'm like i've got no reason to want to buy any virtual console games on the wii u right now because i don't Mm. know if they will carry on over to whatever the nx will be yeah but they will stay on your your nes mini though well that's the thing like if i had a a console that was just for virtual console games i'd probably Mm. buy them way more because you know i wouldn't feel like i wouldn't Worry about Nintendo's n- new console, like, like, just undermining all my purchases. Um, but something with just 30 games built in. And I, will, I know people have said, like, oh, it's really good value because it's 60 bucks for 30 games.
2: But that's assuming like, that you were going to buy all 30 games yeah. and haven't purchased them already on a console.
0: And it assumes that you think uh, NES games are worth more than 50p. Like, um, I wouldn't. There are very few. NES games I would actually pay for, especially the amount of money Nintendo wants them for on, on its virtual console, on the Wii U and stuff. Um, very few of them I consider worth pretty much any amount of money, especially since a fair few of them have been in those 101 plug-and-play games you can get from a covered market before. Mm. Um you know what? it throws up this idea of i know that you shouldn't talk about emulators and you shouldn't talk about roms oh my god it's such a taboo in games media but when it's that easy to get uh, an nes game on your phone for nothing
1: mm.
0: that is a it is something nintendo should consider it is something that yeah. we should talk about, about what the inherent value is in in what is essentially a little plastic emulator with 30 ROMs stuck on it that, that Nintendo will sell you. Yeah,
2: that is fair yeah. enough. Like, now, the I'm the not way- saying
0: you're wrong if you think that has value to you. If you think 60 oh. bucks for 30 NES games is good value to you, value is a subjective thing. You mm. do you. Enjoy it. For me... Nah. Sixty dollars for thirty games, probably two of which I would actually play more than once. Nah. I,
2: I I look at that list and there's a good chunk of them that I would be interested in replaying and that it'd be nice to have in one concise box. Um I think two dollars like if, if you just say on paper two dollars for an NES game, I'd be like, Yeah, that's to me that feels like a very good deal for the games on there that I want. Again, the problem is, would you have bought all thirty of those games if you were able to pick and choose which ones you had And yeah. are any of these games That you already own on another device in your house That you are basically like Oh I'm buying it again for another $2 That brings what I've spent on it Up to $4 now
0: That's or, it. I mean, you're you you know, probably me...
2: closer to 10 Considering how many times you'll probably have bought it If you ask me Do you
0: buy Balloon Fight For $2 I'll spit yeah. in your face I'll spit in your face If you ask me to spend two There are, and this is true of many NES games Alright, barring a few A few genuinely awesome ones Most NES games There are games That are much better And will last you a lot longer Or at least have way more Replay value for a dollar Or less on your phone I mean I go,
2: I I play Steppy Pants Every day, it's free that is a totally fair thing to say. So yeah, it's interesting that they're doing this and I suspect it will make a lot of money for them, but if I if I do end up picking one up, it's only going to be as a nice little curio to have on the shelf. It's unlikely to be something that I actually use on a regular basis. Um, so how long have we been going? We've been going about 45 minutes. 40 we want to do some sure. questions for a bit. Yeah, let's do that. yeah, um,
0: sure. yeah listen, listeners, we're not going to do a super long one this week. I think you would be able to understand why that's
2: fine me, me and jim being here full stop i think is is a minor miracle um so is gavin actually because he was having internet issues so the fact this episode happened just count your lucky stars for that one
1: yeah that um, seems to have uh, fixed itself now so we should be hooray! should be all good
2: that's good. Uh, first question we have this week is a question specifically for Gavin and this question is from Adam Cowley. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have any plans to release tabs or chords for any of your music? This particular person Adam would like to learn some of your bass lines.
1: Is that uh, a thing you've
2: ever thought about doing?
1: If if I found the right person to do it for me then yeah, I would do that. But as for me, I don't know how to do it. I can't write I can't mm-hmm. read or write music. Tabs. I, I assume that would. Yeah. I, I I taught myself by playing and listening, so I don't have a clue how to do all that stuff, and it would be far mm. too time-consuming for me to do that with every song. And also, yeah. also because a lot of my songs, they're not like just guitar song that you could learn. You know, it's like it'll the song might have guitar in it, but it's a very minimal part of the song. You know, so I don't yeah. know. It, it would be a hard one to organize and arrange. Mm.
2: I suspected that would be the issue because I know that you've said before that you sort of uh, are very self-taught when it comes to your music. So, Mm. you know, that's you know that's a shame for people that want to learn along with the music. But that's you know, that's not obviously not your fault that that's you know how you learnt music.
0: A lot of of good musicians can't read or write music.
2: Like
0: I I mean, my my favourite musician, Jeff Lynne, can't read a, a single note of it, but he can play practically every instrument that has ever been invented mm.
2: like I can, I can read sheet music for the clarinet but i never learnt uh sheet music for the drums i know it exists i never learned it i just i self-taught myself drums and i would have no idea where to start for plotting out drum notation mm. so yeah that's that's a question um other questions we've had this week we've got one from mark marshall do you think that games will ever attain the same level of respect as books or films or music as an art form, or will they forever have like a, an association with the younger generation as far as mainstream consciousness?
1: I think they're already acquiring that. I think another, another few, another ten, fifteen years. That I really don't, I'm not sure that issue will still exist. Depend. I mm-hmm. think it very much depends on what direction the AAA industry takes them, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I, I think, think that's l- the big thing. It's not that it's children. It's not. It's not that it, it's these days. Games aren't considered just for kids. Like most, like people my age now are people, you know, running a lot of shit and and being in the media and, and shaping, I guess, mm. people's opinions and things.
2: They're perhaps considered frivolous. Might be a better word. Well, I think that that mm. that
0: uh, is well, fed that's, by that's... the AAA industry because they are so business focused. Like it's, you don't have outside of the indie sphere which isn't that big or influential you don't have people who are just in it for the art like you can have a director of a, of, a, mm. of a you know a very well-known film who's in it for that art for the love of it but in video games it's so much harder to get that idea across it's so much more you know here's 600 people with several million dollars and they're here to make money
1: yeah and when the most popular like games that most of people most normal people associate with video games is something like Candy Crush it's easy to see how you know people yeah. might consider it a very trivial pursuit
2: <laughs> I I think that there's a few factors that will definitely help over the next 10 to 15 years in terms of acceptance of games like there's a big thing of the more people who grew up with video games and then have children that is a big force for any piece of media or of course yeah Any medium, you know, getting cultural acceptance. I think another big part of it is the the more often we get video games seen as inherently social experiences that are less isolated. I think that those experiences help a lot. Things like uh, the Wii, when it came out, and Wii Sports, and it was everyone gather round, we'll do something together as a family. Um, I don't know whether Pokemon Go entirely fits into this mould, but the... The sort of idea there of, oh, it's getting people out, moving, meeting new people. <coughs> I think those kind of things where video games are seen as social outgoing experiences rather than insular solo experiences will definitely help for the way video yeah. games are it's perceived. It's definitely
0: moved beyond that idea of, you know, the teenage boy who, sh- who locks himself up in his room and does nothing but play video games all day. Like Things like Pokemon mm. Go have definitely altered that. That perspective and then and the Wii in its own way changed a lot of that as well when it was a huge deal. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I think the respects, the respects there, like, so rare now do we get, you know, like someone like Jack Thompson could barely get any traction these days. Um, mm-hmm. In the mid 2000s, early in the mid 2000s, there was still, you know, a, a news report every few months about how video games are, uh, you know, turning your children into murderers. You get that so rarely now because video games have become so normal uh, that the, the media is looking for the next thing to blame. Um, so that's that's changed. The medium has so much more respect, but whether it will be considered uh, uh, capable of, of the same artistic integrity that you can see in film and books and TV, not that you know they're inherently more... That they've inherently got more artistic integrity I mean Hollywood itself is as is shallow as it comes But I don't know Because Games are still So predominantly cynically Motivated and haven't really Had a a time when they Weren't, I think it'll be Harder for them to be considered uh, Up there with that, that You know, with the other uh, Entertainment mediums yeah. But that's not to say it won't happen, it's just got a, a, a More of an uphill climb
2: Yeah I think the only other thing remaining Is that I I certainly think that Video game narratives being taken seriously Definitely suffers from the fact that We don't discuss narrative genres When we talk about games We talk about mechanical genres But we don't talk about narrative genres Which I think really harms Video game narratives being taken seriously Because Mm. if your narrative isn't important enough For you to describe it with a narrative genre That implies that there's very little to your narrative of value. And I think that's another thing that long-term, we need to see more discussion of narrative genre when we talk about games rather than just Mm -hmm. mechanic genre because Mm. until we do that, I don't think that video game narratives get taken as seriously as they perhaps should
1: be. Plus plus writing video game narratives is just fundamentally more challenging, I think, than any other because it's not easy to write a story where every scene has to end in a combat arena. (laughs)
0: Oh, no, I mean, if you hear Rihanna Pratchett talk about writing, yeah. um, you know she she's talked before about how that is. It, it is a, such a difficult thing that you've got to keep it in line with what mechanically the game developers want. Yeah. Um, you know that they want their game to be, and you've got to kind of drape your story around that framework. It's it is inherently going to be more difficult. Actually, uh, it's unless ca- you it's are som- doing a, a narrative-driven
1: game, it's know? something I somewhat relate to given my uh, job. In, in the idea of having to drape the 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 thing you're creating correctly around a certain subject matter, and it, yeah. it's it's very challenging at times. And I can imagine how difficult that is for a writer to do to keep the story interesting and to keep it like to actually develop these characters and things while every scene has to end in a shootout, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely.
2: You know. So, yeah, there's a few issues to be hammered out, but I, I think Gavin's estimate of 10 to 15 years is probably not far off. Like, it's not going to take a huge amount mm. to get from where we are to where, you know, it, we perhaps want the medium to be.
1: Yeah, and it, and it really depends on, like, what how big of a thing, like, fucking microtransactions become and... Yeah. You know, how 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 far into that whole rabbit hole the companies take the games and you know, cuz it's really it's up to the people making them or publishing them how seriously they're taken or as, yeah. as as in inverted commas as art because I think for for me anyway I'm past arguing with people about that. I think anyone who thinks they're not is just ignorant at this point
2: yeah so i guess we've got a couple more questions and then we can wrap up for this week because we're sort of we're coming up on an hour so an hour is probably about all you're going to get out of me this week um
1: and laura and jim are tired they're tired yeah
2: um i'm i'm struggling it hurts to sit in my chair everyone (laughs) um so we've got a question from erin may Kadudi. uh what is your favorite comfort food? Like, which meal do you you sit down and have to make yourself feel a bit better after a shitty day?
1: Well, usually for me it's a fry up, but I'm on a diet at the moment and I'm losing loads of weight. So I've gone from two hundred to one hundred and eighty-seven in the space of a month. Oh nice. wow! Well done.
2: Nice. Yes. Yeah. Um yep. I've been doing a lot of comfort food eating just because I my appetite has been all over the place and I'm just trying to get keep myself eating because that keeps my energy up. Um my big piece of comfort food is my mother makes a homemade carrot soup that is absolutely delicious and I will just have like a bowl of that with four maybe five slices of bread or toast and just eat through a bunch of carbs and very sweet carrot soup. Mm. My mother has made me a bun, a, a, a fairly large batch of carrot soup that's gone in my freezer. So that has, that has been keeping me going recently because I am a big fan of that. So carrot soup, that's a good comfort food.
0: Mm. Nice. Um, Jim, I like bread. I like French bread.
1: Oh, French bread it's is like, great, isn't it?
0: Yeah, uh-huh. I'm a sucker for it. It's hard to get hold of good French bread out here because most of it's just soft. Mm. Um, but there's a, there's a. St- uh, a place called Fresh Market Up in Madison I, I don't get to go there too often But when I go in there They've got the, the proper crusty French bread And I'll yeah. normally get that And I might get like a, a prawn salad or something To put in there Or mm-hmm. maybe some chicken um, But yeah, that that's my thing butter up some French bread Whack something in I,
1: there and, There's few like. things more lovely in life Than than a loaf of like prop no, I'm talking proper bread Like whole grain Like actual Not sugar filled shite that's just Whoa. been that's just been baked and you can smell yeah. the warmth from it
2: yeah mm. <laughs> yeah like i i like i i love bread but i'm not a big fan of bread that has like a crusty exterior um both a little of all places actually has a really
1: nice they do, In-store don't they? bakery
2: i really enjoy going into my my local little and just getting like waiting mm. until a fresh batch of stuff comes out and getting maybe some <laughs> maybe getting yeah. some panini some hot fresh panini rolls maybe yeah. getting some you know some just plain white circular rolls but anything like- with like a nice soft exterior hot warm bread is delicious
1: it's like a drug isn't it that that hot um that bread Uh. section in Lidl is just like it's it's it draws me like heroin
2: (laughs) oh my goodness it's so so good um no i haven't fucking eaten today
0: now all i can think about is bread (laughs) (laughs) i i need to make i'm glad gavin i'm trying to be um better about my eating and stuff i've Mm. um uh, at last count I was down um, 25 pounds and Nice Trying to keep that going um, That's good going uh, Luckily at the moment I am still a fatty boom boom To the point where I could I could eat a, a loaf of French bread if I wanted And, <laughs> and still lose weight uh, That won't last But for right now I'll, I'll enjoy it while I fucking can I have
2: been I am have accepted the fact that I'm putting on weight right now And that I'm not going to do much about that being bedridden for about ten days, I was like, "Yep, I'm probably going to put some weight on while I, you know, start getting back up to being mobile." And I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to eat whatever the fuck I want. So, yeah, that's been that's been quite fun getting to eat whatever I want. So, yeah, is that a good place for us to wrap up for this week? Yeah,
1: let's yeah, that's let's all happens. let's all go yeah. get dinner.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm d- having
1: steak steak cooked for me tonight. It's our like cheat day, so.
2: I have some home cooked meatballs Again that my mother cooked um, Alongside some tomato sauce That is in the freezer Mm. I will probably cook those up with some pasta And have tomato, meatball, pasta That's going to be my dinner tonight Nice
0: I'm wondering if I can force myself To walk around a fresh market God it would hurt But it would be so worth it to get some bread (laughs) I'll have to to weigh up the options Anyway Anyway we, we will wrap things up while I ruminate on that. Uh, Laura, it's been wonderful to have you back. I'm glad you're back with us. Um, it's been a delightful episode. Um, we've kept it short, but well, obviously people can understand why. But if people are hungry for more, you've certainly got uh, something that's worth promoting uh, this Yeah,
2: week. I got a new thing that's going on. So I can't remember if this happened before or after the last podquisition, but um, right around the time of the last podquisition, I suddenly wasn't working at Destructoid anymore, but I said, fuck that. I'm going to take the stuff that I had at Destructoid and we're going to go do our own thing. And we now have let'splayvideogames.com where we do a bunch of writing about video games and doing podcasts about video games and making videos about video games. Generally just doing the kind of stuff we did at Destructoid, but not at Destructoid. Um, and that's been really nice because um, we had a- I had about three days notice between this you, you're being let go and you're going in for surgery in that three days on patreon at patreon.com slash laurakbuzz we entirely funded the money to keep everyone on salary and what they'd been paid at destructoid so yeah go check out Let'sPlayVideoGames.com. we wrote a bunch of stuff even though i'm not feeling well i wrote like six seven eight features that you can go check out there so There's tons
0: of stuff on there. Lots of videos, lots of articles, reviews already. Like There's a ton of stuff.
2: And Um, it's a very
0: well-designed website. It looks better than my
2: fucking (laughs) website does. We we were very happy that a bunch of PR companies were like, yeah, we're happy to follow you to the new thing from Destructoid. So Mm. that's been really, really reassuring. Uh, It does does
1: have a very pretty, nice-looking, kind of polygon-esque aesthetic to it, which I was a big fan
2: of. The reviews are a little less... uh, Sort of sort of parallax scrolly than the destructor uh, the polygon ones, but they're definitely in the same vein. Um, mm. But yeah, the other thing, go follow me on Twitter, Laura K Buzz. That's where I talk about. In theory, I talk about video games. At the moment, I just complain about my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and Gavin,
0: uh, people really need some more music in their lives, for God's sake. How can they get some?
1: They can head over to my YouTube channel, Miracle of Sound, where the latest song is uh, based around Daenerys and it features the wonderful Charm who I I let her take the lead on this one because in Fire's Fade she was a little bit um, buried under a lot of layers of music and me so in this one she soars over the song and I think you should go listen because her voice is incredible. And Miracle of Sound on Twitter, follow me. Miracle
0: of Sound on Twitter, follow follow them all. Follow everyone. um, Follow everyone. As always, thank you to everyone for your support, for continuing to listen, Um, especially lately for all of the well wishes you've given both Laura and myself. Um, You know, I I know that that both of us have have really appreciated it, and and speaking for myself, like it's, yeah, the, the support has been part of the bedrock of sanity that's just kept me clinging to reality while extreme pain and narcotics try and tear me out of it, so I... I really, really appreciate it. It's, it's, it's been, it's been very helpful and and kept my spirits up while I've been going through. What has been a very depressing period. Um, you know, I've, I've been dealing with it for half a year now, and lately it, it's that water torture effect of it's, it's, it's it was breaking me. So thank you. I, I really appreciate that, and and as always for the Patreon support and the gymquisition support, we, we, we did our one hundredth episode. Uh, since uh, the Dream went independent, uh, so that's uh, hundreds of episodes that have been directly funded by you all, which is just incredible. So thank you, and here's to much more of it. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.